going to be memorable tonight, like every night. I know it. Hey, I wanted to uh, share about something that happened to me. And it has a point. Yeah. So in two, around 2000, 2001, I was in Australia in a, I, I've said this so not that long ago, but it has, it's a very important point in there. So I was in Australia and uh, I had picked up a hitchhiker and this lady had told me about some kind of uh, emotional retreat that was going to happen in this town, Byron Bay. Now, Byron Bay was populated by a lot of uh, followers of Rajneesh or Osho, if you've heard of him. Uh, they had migrated from Sydney and they were up the coast. And so I, I, I liked this lady. She was a French lady. So we stopped and she talked to me about it. And she gave me a brochure. And the brochure had that statement by supposedly by St. Francis. What's looking is what you're looking for. That's the first time I had ever heard it. And I was, uh, I went back to where I was staying. And I was thinking about it. Maybe this would be pretty good. I usually take like unforeseen like circumstances as an indication of something. Yeah. Whatever. So, and, uh, but I was also planning on taking a round the world trip from Australia. I had been talking to this travel agent. So I, I didn't know what to do. So I called up the travel agent and I just so happened to say, uh, yeah, I've got this thing I was thinking of doing, but I don't want to, you know, and it was not either or. And he says, well, just do it. I've, and she had done it in the past. She said, just do it and you'll be going on the trip also. So I liked the little inclusive view. It wasn't one or the other. I could do both. So I signed up and this, this event would produce, they had a very good, uh, system there was three circles of people and there was a lot of sharing and then there'd be people walking around it who were like sort of uh, running it and then all around the wall uh there was just people holding the space who had done it previously i guess <laughs> i hope and then just come off the street and uh and then in the afternoon they changed the room and they put all these mattresses down and they'd start having some music with the hopes of inducing like cathartic events. Yeah. So some people would start screaming, going off and, and everything like this. And this would go on for eight days, you know, not the, not the cathartic events, but the whole system. And then after it, we go get maybe some food, someone throw some water on you, go back and they go over this circular thing again. And so after, you know, it built to a crescendo. And this one time I went into this little, cathartic event and I kept saying to myself and I was crying like a baby which is a very good sign you know something's happening <laughs> the spirituality's working so I was I was crying like a baby and I kept saying I can never get back I can never get back and the feeling was I had left let's say you know the allness and I did it on purpose and now I was going to suffer separation from the Godhead for the, you know, ad infinitum, yeah? So I was bemoaning the fate that I had seemed to play a role in. I can never get back, I can never get back. And it was very profound, and a lot of people that were in that group thought it was profound, and I was given a lot of, a, uh, a lot of kudos for such a release, you know? 
But a couple of years later, in hindsight, see, the idea that I could never get back is because I thought I left, you know, I thought I had left, you know, the allness, and I could never get back to it. But the reason why I could never get back to it is because I never left. Yeah, I wasn't seeing it that day. But I saw it later, the whole extravaganza <laughs> of never being able to get back premised on the thing that I volitionally, I, I had adamantly left the side of God was totally made up. I had never, the only reason why I could never get back is because I've never left. And so the whole uh, like direction of spirituality became questioned like very quickly because the whole point I was there going seemingly through these events was either to arrive at somewhere that I wasn't or get back to somewhere that I had split from, you know, like I, I, I wandered off from my nature and I need to reacquaint myself with it, whatever. And so it, that's the drive or the, the, the engine of seeking. Yeah. But the whole premise is that is based on a lie in a way my my bemoaning i could never get back was based on the lie that i had left i can i have never left that's why i can't get back that's why i don't think you can become spiritual because you are spirit yeah i just don't see so in a way for for me to believe i can become spiritual i have to believe something else yeah, it just doesn't it just doesn't come up. It's based on a premise that's there, that there's something that I am that maybe I don't want to be or I want to be a better version of it or something. And there's always a driving, there's always a moving. And so over the time that I've been giving, you know, sharing the invitation, there was times in my mental condition, I thought I'm quite, wait, what happened there? I'm quite fraudulent because I have, if you took a blood sample of my spirituality, it would, there would be no indication of any spirituality. It's like zero, zero point zero, zero, zero. And that I don't really want anyone to get better really in a weird way. I don't want anyone to get anything. I want to just see what I'm not that's causing me to do all the, or, or is the basis or the premise why all these behaviors are directed and pointed in certain ways, yeah? And if I'm not that which I think I am or that which is being thought about as me or which is being referred to as me or as being remembered as me, if I'm not that, then maybe everything else is going to have to shift to fit around that, yeah? And for me, the... I'm serious. I don't have, I don't want to get better in a weird way. I don't feel like this is, uh, this is a subtle step. It's called the non-step, but I'm still stepping furthering and furthering and what, no, I don't see that at all. I figure once the charade is seen through, it's everything stops and maybe it starts up in other ways but it doesn't go down the same direction again. That's not been my experience, yeah? I don't spend any time looking for what I can't, what I can't find. I don't, yeah? I'm just not trying to reacquaint myself with what I am. I've never not been acquainted as that, yeah? This is the premise of, re, of non-duality to me. 
Non-duality is a negation. It's sort of like we talked about last week. You know, the tiniest bird for to the fly still has to have something to push off on. Yeah. If it doesn't have something, if there's no platform, it can't take off. Where the platform, yeah, where the seeking takes off, where the platform, all this, and the platform is manufactured. It's not so. It's not true that I can never, it's true that I can never get back, but not because I left, but that I have never left. That's why I can't get back, yeah? And so it happened similarly. I remember my first year of sobriety. Of course I wanted to get better. There was a huge belief I had been bad for so long. The dualistic swing was, yeah, I like to be good, yeah? So I thought I'm going to go into spirituality and learn how to meditate and be a good person because I truly believed I had been a bad person for a while. And so this lady that I sort of knew in the program in San Francisco told me about this huge event up in Mount Shasta, which is like a very cool mountain about five hours north of here. And she said, it's going to be this huge sweat, like an Indian ceremony. I had no idea about any of this. But I said, yeah, I'll go. So we drove up there and I didn't know it was like the, the, it was like the Super Bowl of sweats. So in that subculture, this was the big event, the big one. And people were coming in and when someone who'd been there before saw them, they would say, oh, there's that guy driving in on a Harley and there'd be all these star-studded characters. And they had the Indians from Oklahoma and they built it from scratch. And I had no idea. And so the one, the first sweat, and they had a stream next to it. So when you run out there, you could jump in the stream. I go into this big tent and there's a huge, there's that huge hole in the ground. They have big boulders and there's an old dude sitting around there and, and some old other old dudes around them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm standing up and I'm holding on to the rafters and everyone, there's so many people in there. Suddenly the flap goes down. It's totally black. I can't see anything. I try to sit down and someone's head is like under my ass. So I can't, I have to sit up. And then suddenly this event starts happening and then the waves of heat, you know, they throw shit on there and herbs and there's waves of heat are hitting me. And I ended up burning my underarms, my ears, my nostrils. But there was no way in hell I was going to run out of that sweat because I would have been the talk of the whole fucking weekend. So my spiritual pride, which I didn't think I had any, just took it. I withstood it. And then I flew out there, jumped into the stream and got relief. Now, I got a strategy very quickly where I tried to sit as close as I could to the flap for the next few ones. But what happened is I left and everything went on. And about eight years later, a guy I worked with in recovery wanted, he was getting into the native Indian thing and he was setting up a sweat at his house in this town. And they, they brought in India, Indian from Oklahoma. It was amazing. Another Indian from Oklahoma. There was about only 12 guys there. They invited me. I wanted to support the dude. I get there. There's all this food and calistogas and everything. It's a beautiful night. And we go into the tent. And as soon as it gets hot, I leave. Yeah. I just felt like I'm out of here. I left. I walked out. 
I had all the food to myself. I was drinking calistogas. They were moaning and praying and shit like that. What happened? Something had happened. My, all I had was a common sense reaction. I'm hot. Fuck this, basically. <laughs> and I walked out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, didn't even know that it happened. I had just lost complete interest in what would have kept me in that freaking sweat lodge. Yeah. <laughs> so this is to me uh this isn't my version of non-duality but it's it's i've observed the reactions paul has had concerning the principle of non-duality and it hasn't i haven't become more sophisticated and refined in my seeking i haven't it just put it to an end yeah that's the relief to me, the relief isn't you, you're finally liberated. The relief is from the need to be liberated. That's where the relief is. You have a relief from the need. Who tells you you got to get better? You know? I mean, isn't, do we ever arrive at, you know, when something's good enough? Why is it like, you know, okay, why does it immediately have to see i've got to see its future projections of how much better it's going to be you know i was relieved of all this that's what i've been relieved of in a sense as an action figure a huge weight came off of me because i'll tell you this paul you want to give it no no relevance or a lot of relevance this paul was taken to be the center of the universe it was thought about constantly yeah it was whipped into you've got to you were so bad you got to be really good now it was just slavery yeah and once i saw certain things and i mean sore meaning aware not seeing with my eyes but something was so seen all i can tell you is the urban renewal project that was this whole event called paul was suddenly stopped the budget no money was being sent to the urban renewal project <laughs> no more you know <laughs> it was just done and then what came in was a sense of acceptance i didn't even i had a memory of it from my grandmother but i hadn't been i hadn't been breathing it in and out for fucking years yeah i felt acceptance not for you and for this but for this yeah, this and the uh, so much shit was called off and this has been the better for it it has yeah and this the only feeling that i have about this really if you take all this conceptual uh flatulences yeah it just wants to travel lighter you know what i mean it does. It, when it's on a 10-hour plane ride, it like to be a four-hour plane ride. It doesn't have giant, giant lofty ideals or goals. It just wants to travel later. What, what was necessary was it had to become very clear that it was the source of the heaviness. Yeah. That's what it, that was the clarity. The clarity was this is incapable of knowing what it already is. It's incapable of it, yeah? It's impossible. It, because it's geared and programmed for experiences, 
You can't experience what you already are. Knowledge, it can't know what's knowing, yeah? Understanding, its understanding is incredibly severely limited. Severely, because the programming doesn't have much, there's not much upgrades in the programming, yeah? There's not like constant new uh, uploads, it isn't. It has a defined ceiling, and maybe that ceiling would be reached with being of service, you know, being available because now you realize you cannot not be in a moment. You're always where you always are. Uh, maybe gratitude, you know, these things. These things are its grandest uh, expressions. But those expressions don't even come from the it. It comes from what we are coming through it, yeah? So I see this as just an observational po a point and an expressive vehicle, really. I don't believe this causes fucking anything. Yeah. So, uh, this is not like the last house on the block. This, there, this ain't a house. This isn't a super subdivision of spirituality, I don't feel. I feel it allows a whole undoing of what was premised and conceptualized and maybe nothing else will be built on it, yeah? But it will bring it back to the ground we all stand on. That's what I feel, yeah? And then see what happens. So, yeah. I mean, you come up, you'll, you'll come up with your own recognitions. Can you be out of a moment, can you? Can you be out of a moment? Your head sure thinks so. It does. It believes you're out of that, out of a lot of moments. And therefore, based on that premise, which I don't believe is true, it's now devises and attracts a lot of strategy called how to get into the moment. And then that's not enough because then you got to read some more books, how to stay in the moment. See, that's the advanced copy. First, you got to get into the moment. But now the real thing, how can it stabilize? I want to stay in the moment. But it's all premised on an idea that you can be out of the moment. Are you out of a moment? All right. Maybe some of us recognize the suffering is self, yeah? Self is it. Maybe you want to call it ego. I don't believe that. I believe it's a sense of being the doer, the haver, the thinker, the feeler the one, a long-lasting, independent, separate, and then all that long-lasting independence and separateness is implied and pictured as a thing, yeah? I do not believe we can be in self. So in fact, there's no need to try to get out of self, yeah? That's the fundamental shift of everything. I don't believe you're out of, mo out of a moment, so therefore I don't see any need to try to get into the moment, and I don't believe you're in self, so there's no need to try to get out of self, yeah? That's the message. You're in, the head's in a lot of shit, for sure. The head's in a lot of shit, and then it says it's out of a lot of shit, but you're not the head, yeah? I don't see you as what you are going in and out of anything, really. 
because the in would be in you and the out would be in you. So do you actually leave and arrive? I don't see it. Maybe as a thing, you have a story that you left and arrive, or you hope you'll arrive, but as what you are, there's no arriving and going. Where? Where can you go in everywhere? Everywhere. So this message, the way we're putting it out, I don't want to describe what we are. I want to describe what we're not. Because I don't see any point in describing what you are for the 800th time to what you're not. I don't. I don't think it's being of service. I just heard another one today. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I don't think it works to keep describing the indescribable, first of all. I mean, that should show you something's off. When someone starts describing the indescribable, yeah, it's all right. I don't see the point of describing the indescribable to what you're not. I don't. I think it's really important to describe what you're not to what you are. And you know what I mean? Like everyone says there can't be two things in one place. Well, there is really. Yeah. There's mental ideas about what you're not at the same moment, which is not of time. Yeah. What, what you are is there. So in time, what you're not seems to be the dominant event. And in timelessness, what you are is always, 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 always there. Yeah. So when you speak, you're speaking, hopefully, to what you are. What you need to do is speak through what you're not. So you have to hopefully talk as if you're talking to what you're not, but get the message through to what you are. Yes? Because what you're not, getting that it's not what, you're, what you are, doesn't go anywhere. I'm telling you. <laughs> what you're not can only be what you're not. That's all it can be. And it's being, if it tries to be anything else, it's just being what it's not. Yeah? in a way it can't self can't get out of self what you're not can't get out of what you're not to enter what you are <laughs> it's impossible so the message hopefully is warnings about what you're not to what you are <laughs> so what you are not warnings to what you're not <laughs> but warnings to what you are about what you're not yeah and so what how do you describe it all right it's, a men, it's, a, it's of a mental nature, not of a mind nature, mental nature. Its movement is to claim. It's probably the quickest process in the world of time. Therefore, it makes no sense to try to process yourself out of it when it claims to be the processor before the process almost even starts. Yeah, I mean, obviously. So whatever you use to get out of it, that it will use that to reinforce your it. <laughs> now, does it mean it works every time? No, it's mechanical though. It is mechanical. And it really, it's not up to us, but in a sense it's up to, yeah. And it's a leaning and hopefully, hopefully, uh, 
You know, you thought like a peak experience would kick the wind out of it, but it gulps another, it takes another breath. You thought the, the 12th epiphany must do it, you know? But no, it doesn't seem to. It regroups like mercury out of a thermostat when it's broken, a thermometer. It just regroups, yes. <laughs> There's no thing to it. It's just an activity. And the activity, its main aspect of the trick is time. The activity is there's things happening for sure. There's happening. There's not things happening. There's happening. The mental state claims the happening to imply the one that's either doing it or is done to by it. So which comes first, the happening or the one that it happened to? In the mental narrative that we tend to have a lot of devotion to, it's the one that it happened to is prior to the happening. But is it true? Isn't it the happening that's going on? And then there's a manufacturing of a you from that? Which one is it? Is there a you before any happening? Or is the happening claimed to imply a you. And when the you is implied, it's projected to be before everything that was happening. Yes or no? So which comes first? Does the verb come first, the verbing or the noun? If you're listening to your head with great devotion, the noun is first, most definitely. And then the verbs are auxiliary. That's the narration. That's an interpretation. In living, the living is what's happening. The verbing is what's happening. There is no river. There's water rivering, let's say. Yeah? But then the river, the name is given. So now you think you know the Colorado River by having one glass of Colorado River water but you lose the essence of the Colorado River, which is rivering, yeah? So is, is this a world of nouns or is it a world of happenings? And how could that which comes after be stated to be before? There must have been a little switcheroo, yes? Something, there must be an activity that allows something that comes after the idea of you to be before everything else and actually take the place of what you are. And as the Course in Miracles says, and as everything in duality always has two sides of the coin, there is an act of denial of what we are by our head being in, not us, but by our head being firm in faith in what we're not yeah is that true enough for you you don't believe it or do you do you have a sense that may be true do you do you have a sense that there's something you don't see that oh no one if you ask anybody you no one would say yes i'm in the act of denying what i am but in fact they are in the act of having complete faith in the thought system that supports the idea of them as what they're not yes so that complete faith in the thought system, it's opposite, the duality is an active denial of what you are. There are two things happening at the same time, all the time here, all the time. This is duality. 
So one point that here looks like I'm up my self's ass completely. I'm listening to it. It's got me scared for, for you know, what's going to happen 2028 and tons of remorse, what it tells me I did in 1987. Yes. And I'm just a fucking wreck. I'm getting electrocuted, not a major electrocution. That would be better, really. You know, maybe I would enter a point of dying to the fucking thing. But there's like these little buzzes all day of anxiety based completely on the faith we have in the thought system. Yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. So there's an active, there's, a, there's an activity of faith being firmly entrenched in the idea that we're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity and completely worthy to be thought about ad nauseum all day, yeah? Yet at the same time, oh, I didn't know that. There's an active denial of what we are. That's what it is, yeah? An example at talks, if you're waiting to get it, that's, fir that's, a, that's faith firmly entrenched in what you're not, yeah? Because what you're not is never gonna get it, never. Never gonna get the message, ever, ever, yeah? It doesn't have the capability. It doesn't, it's bandwidth, it's mail slot isn't big enough or small enough, really, yeah? It's not going to. So what would that be? After you go to 500 talks and you're super fucking pissed, you know, and other people seem to be traveling lighter than you and you're, they're Johnny come lately. They didn't even read Nisigadada, you know, and I went to India. Fuck, what the hell, you know? And, you know, you just don't get off the bus. You just keep going and keep going. Isn't that firm in faith? And that firm in faith is the active denial of what you are in the pursuit of what you are. You don't see it. You don't see that could be construed as my looking for it is an active denial of it. What? But look it, I got robes. I got this. You know, mea culpas, tons of shit. You know? I have worn out meditation mats. I've been doing this on bad knees. You can't be telling me I'm reinforcing what I'm not. I'm trying to merge in the truth. Who's telling you you need to do that? Not the truth. The truth isn't fucking telling you that you need to look for it. <laughs> the, tr the truth is always revealing what we're not. That's what it's doing. <laughs> so maybe ask some, not... You know, there's a different ways they've said St. Francis said it. I like the what's looking is what you're looking for. Does that feel true or not to you, really? I don't really think so. Well, because what's looking, uh, what's looking uh, is what you're looking for doesn't, it, it isn't a call to arms. It's a very disarming statement. It's telling you the immediacy of what is, yeah? It's saying what's looking right this second, no matter if I'm wearing any pants or not, what's looking is what you're looking for. 
Yeah. Not what's looking. And if you do these 50 things for five years, you'll become what you're looking for. No, what's looking is what you're looking for. If it's, if it's not true for you, move to something else. Non-duality, you know, it's not going anywhere. Why do you want, you don't, I'm going to force myself into non-duality. If the shoe doesn't fit, let the other shoes wear out. They'll lead you to this shoe fitting. Yeah? Everything will succeed, and a lot of it will fail you, and that's how it succeeds. Yeah? You'll be left with your own devices, and hopefully you'll see they're not your devices. Instead of busily using them all day as if they are yours. Yeah? Maybe when you realize you can't embrace it, you can't get it, you can't keep it, you can't have it, you'll recognize all that and you'll see it more like a dance step instead of any divine purpose, yeah? And maybe you can have some laughs about it because it's fucking hilarious, really. The stubbornness of the system is never going to correct itself. It isn't. Just see it, see the see selfing. All you need is a few segments of it. It's it shows you everything about it. It's mechanical. It always starts with the claiming of a verb, and then switches the whole narration and puts the manufactured noun before it. That's what it does, and we're listening to it all day with great faith. It seems. And we don't realize that great faith in that is an act of denial of what we are. Does it change that we're that? No. You cannot not be what you are. It's impossible. Yeah? But in this place, you can sort of seem like it's not so. It can appear to us that it's not so. And for these 90 years, that will mean almost like a real absence. It's not absent, but in a way... If we're dreaming it that way, it sure will seem like it's absent, yeah? Mind is incredibly powerful. And mind, mind, not us, mind is dreaming, yeah? We're an aspect of that dreaming called the dreamt. The dreamt will never have a clear idea of the dreaming. It will always be framed as the dreamt, yeah? You speak to the dreaming about the dreamt. You don't speak to the dreamt about the dreaming. It's at the same time, you're always there. You, what you are, is always here. This other thing is sporadic. It comes and goes. It disappears and then appears again. But what you are doesn't, yeah? They're in a weird way are occupying the same space. One is a little bit of a bubble appearing on a surface where all the, our attention and interest seems to go. And the other is this giant, giant ocean that sees the bubble for none other than itself. Yeah, there's no distinction from the ocean's point of view. <laughs> it's the wave's point of view that wants to it wants so much to be a wave, it has to distance itself from the ocean and then try to experience the ocean, understand the ocean, know this ocean as a wave. Yeah? Just like, just see you're not the wave and what will you find out? Immediately, you are the ocean. 
How long has that been the case? Always. <laughs> when did this happen? Never. <laughs> so, all right, thank you. I guess, whatever. <laughs> Robert? Wow, Robert. Yeah, hi, Paul. Hey, Robert. Um, uh, got a bit of a question around uh, free samples. Free, I, um, free samples, yeah. Since I've been coming to this meeting, just about after every meeting, uh, I get to see what I'm not quite clearly. It's like the the tigers taking a taking a shit, and the things quickly sucked it back in again. You know, for a split second, I see see what I'm not. Then um, it's gone again. The what I'm not just jumps on it and claims it. So, is there anything I can do or? should be done or not no the thing is you see there's there's let's say timeless moment and then there's moments in time yeah so when you look at a timeless moment from a moment in time it was only a half a second but in the timeless moment <laughs> And you know what? All the moments in time are going to be forgotten. <laughs> but that timeless moment doesn't even need to be remembered. It's all, it is. Yes. So, yeah. 80 years. What is that really? Yeah. It's about how old I am. Huh? <laughs> it's about how old I am. So, you know, uh, yeah. The free sample, see, like in, um, I don't know, yeah. In recovery, we have a statement, you'll be rocketed into the fourth dimension, you know, like a, instead of the, the mental condition, you'll move to somewhere else. And then it sounds like you're a citizen of the third dimension, and then you rocket to the fourth dimension. But to me, I think we're, we're from the fourth dimension, and we're on like a work visa in the third dimension. <laughs> the work visas 80 years 70 years whatever <laughs> and when you leave the third dimension it'll probably be like it never happened <laughs> so hey hopefully yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what I do see in that what I do see what I do see in that you know split second is as you say, the mechanical nature of it, and but yeah. really how very small what I, who I think I am, how very small it is in the grand scheme of things. Yes, very. Just tiny, <laughs> tiny. But it has to be very small to think itself so big, yeah. 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 Short, short man's disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, that free sample, uh, hey, that's a great gift. It is, even though it may have been surrounded with time, that, that 
timeless moment is a great, great gift, yeah. Because some stuff, see, your head will keep telling you you've, you forgot something or you need to remember, but that's unforgettable. That's, your awareness is always that, yeah? Yeah, I mean, really, after all the huffing and puffing and coming and going, basically, if you want to see see it as a screen, you know, and these movies appear on it. And I used to always think, uh, I love the screen analogy because really it's probably one of the smallest investments of the movie theater because probably they'll have the well, only one screen for 70 years of movies. Yeah. One screen. And every, every movie that appeared on that screen, if it was an army movie, it didn't blow a hole in the screen. If it was a, a sad movie, the screen didn't get wet, yeah? So that's in a sense of what we are. We are that awareness, yeah? And then there's a contact through consciousness with appearances, yeah? And we're in a little time bubble and that time bubble seems super important when you're in it. And then just like an hour ago seems super important but loses its importance so quickly an hour later, yeah? It doesn't it really, not too much shit holds its story for long. And so you keep seeing the, uh, the, the ephemeralness of, of, of the appearing, but sooner or later, the free samples keep bringing you exactly to where you never left. Just that awareness, that indiscriminate, non-volitional, it not able to be moved, not brought into the light or out of the light, just what is, yeah? It just becomes a dominant influence as you travel through the daily moments, yeah? After a while, because it's, see, we don't notice what's always here. We don't, yeah? It escapes us. The programming doesn't pick up what's always here. It's, it sees shit that comes because other shit go, yeah? It doesn't, wreck, we don't, the fish, you know, probably lives a whole life not knowing it's wet, yeah, because it's always wet until it lands on the boat, yes? So this is the, the point. And these free samples are to key you back into that, into that ever-present fact, yeah? So that you can travel lighter through all the shenanigans of denying that fact, being asleep to that fact, avoiding that fact. It doesn't matter. The fact's the elephant in the room here. <laughs> it's just so. There's awakeness, and that's a fact. Yeah. And it, I don't think awakeness comes after anything. I think awakeness is before everything. Yeah. I don't think we become awake. <laughs> yeah. So, but hey, keep coming back, my friend. I'm happy to see you. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Robert. We have Julie. Oh, yes. Let's see. Let me get back to that square. Julie, how are you, Julie? Yeah, good. Thank you. Listen, thank you for um, the story today. The um, um, How we have faith in our thoughts. That <laughs> yeah. helped today, right? No, they just faith funny. No, I know I... No. I well, I'm sorry. I didn't say it right. Just faith in We don't have yeah, faith. No, that's right. Because that just sort of clicked me over because there's a lot of things I worry about. 
and so that helped me to unhinge a little bit. And I was just going to report today that um, yesterday I was um, remembering the quote, what you're, what you're looking for is where you're looking from. And then suddenly I had this um, sort of awareness that everything was a picture and that I was trying to segregate this whole thing into a me trying to figure out something else. So it helped me to um, just refocus um, on this is, this is all one thing happening, right? And I'm trying so hard to figure something out or make something work. And I wasn't being, it was just sort of that sort of sense of feeling, right? And then, um, so that's it. So I was going to read something I, that might help people. I, I found something yesterday that I thought was quite good. that has something to do with the dreaming. Could I read that to you? Sure. Unless, we all have, it's less than we all have, It's really short. We all have a sensation of agency, but that sensation is like the feeling while dreaming that I, the dreamer, have powers to influence events and determine outcomes within the dream. Upon awakening, we see that the I in the dream was as much a part of the dream as anything else in that dream, not in any way separate from it, and actually had no powers at all. So that yeah. helps me to let go of trying to control and... Um, and flow more. I think that's it. That we come back to that rivering. Great, honey. There's no me trying to disturb it anymore, or or recognizing that it's trying to disturb it, but you don't have to buy into it. Mm -hmm. Well, you're just that, not yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized what you were saying about the character because we were talking about the um stickman and the mole and the mechanical function and i was always trying to simulate what you were trying to say by that and then i realized that was the me that was the me that i was trying to control so that settled anyway that settled in well well great so i started that a little bit of that um and then i came back to noticing just trying to notice. Well, don't so worry. Anything about you have to say about? Yeah, don't. Uh, no. Oh. You don't have to notice that you're noticing. Okay. And you know, I don't think so. Just yeah, it's just what you are. Just notice away. Yeah. Okay. What you're not trying to keep up with it. <laughs> so, there. <laughs> could you could you explain that a bit more? Because there are some people who 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 really profoundly believe in noticing the noticing. Oh yeah, great. Well, I'm not one of those. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. I, like so, the, what I'm interested in, see. The last thing that needs to be noticed is the noticing. <laughs> I need that. Uh, what I'm interested in is the claiming of noticing to imply there's a noticer. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. not, I don't care about noticing noticing. I care about noticing 
the the add-on as the noticer. <laughs> okay. That's all. Is, is that, so maybe I'm not going to argue with anyone. This is just how I see it. No, that's true. I'm just trying to understand why one person would say this, and it sounds to make sense. Well, it does. Of course, it makes sense. But everyone has different flavors. That's what's nice. And uh, see, the point I'm sharing humbly is that I don't think it's had, without seeing the activity of the mental state usurping the noticing and usurping the seeing and usurping this seemingly usurping it all and implying that so that every time there's a free sample of what you are it's being used to reinforce what you're not by the claiming of it yeah i feel yeah. without seeing that it's pointless to go on because the mechanicalness of the claiming is going to seemingly succeed yeah right that's okay that's the that's, I'm very pinpointed at one little idea. I don't care about anything else. Okay. No, because I mean, maybe I wanted to, but what directs me has, has kept me on this point. And people who know me say, they're, they're hearing me, oh, they come back after 10 years. Is there anything new? No, there's nothing new. Right, right, there's, okay. There's, no, there's nothing new because, uh, I'm just following direction. You know, some, I don't have a, it's not like I'm channeling, uh, you know, Adam or something, but something, no. there's an information that comes in and it's pretty clear that, uh, yeah, just stay on this point. Yeah. Okay. And then every, everyone else may have different directions, but, uh, yeah, but that's everyone else and you're here. <laughs> but it's just, it's more like like when I don't argue with myself, I'm happy. When I don't have to question or doubt myself, I'm happy. Do you see what I mean? And that I, I guess do. Some but the thing is, honey, there'll probably be questions and doubtings arises. You can't. Okay. Your happiness uh, be based okay. on something being absent that's going to be mechanically present. Right. Right. Thank you're you. Gonna, Thank you're going to. Cause more fucking suffering for yourself. Right. You've got to see so, there's no one that's having these, doing that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, see, I'm just telling you. All right. There's a there's a distribution line where interested attention gets moved. Yeah. And how and the interested attention, its biggest mm -hmm. mover or magnet is its you. Yeah. Yeah. You is yeah. the real that's where the interest and attention goes the miscellaneous shit that comes after is just touched upon to reinforce that yes right right, right. self-importance so we're just trying to cut the distribution center the uh, so basic of what you're saying is that once that thought goes it's almost like you're in selfing trying to get out of selfing again it's just drawn everything away from the actual um, no, what I'm saying is that, all right, I'd be happy if only this didn't happen. Yeah, well, you know what, that, 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 that is happening is probably mechanical, so it's going to keep happening. What's causing it to have importance isn't the mechanical move, it's the idea it's you that it's happening to or you that is right. doing it. 
So we're right. just looking at that that pivot point because that's the spigot yeah. where the attention goes to and and leads from. I'm serious. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen the plumbing. Yeah, I've seen the plumbing. <laughs> I know where they put the little things that do it, and it's it's like the sense of my is more has more oomph than any problem that comes after it. So there's right. my problem, which is totally different than a problem. My right. resentment, and resentment, my thoughts than thoughts. Thoughts right. are a totally, you cannot believe the difference between wild thoughts and domesticated thoughts. They're right. completely different. Wild thoughts come and go. <laughs> domesticated right. thoughts, you got them grazing on fucking, oh, it's me, I'm the thinker, and it, they're just refeeding and regurgitating themselves. Yeah? Because they're all being used to reinforce the thinker. The thinker right. is, yeah? yeah? Wild thoughts come and go. It's the idea, the thoughts are being used to reinforce the thinker. The thinker is the bondage point. Right. And then this is, this is where I feel like just my work is because the addiction was an overthinker. You're taught to think this way. You're taught to be conditioned. So you're still on this treadmill of trying to be right or do the right thing. And I've now um, just in the last few years learned about character, which I hadn't heard before. So then I had to learn about character. What, what are they talking about? So all of this is brilliant and it's just, but it's like, constantly re, re bringing up this point for me just to yeah 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 well that's thank come you here, I mean, here and this will be like a spa yeah just come yes. here you can take well, the it was, towel, it, you know speeches from hmm? last well from when i've heard them anyway i've really appreciated it because i it creates a softening for me right and I was able to say to somebody yesterday, because I, I really love the idea of verbing, and then the I comes afterwards, and that's presupposed before. And then I had to say to somebody yesterday, you can't find what you already are. You know, you can't become or unbecome something that you already are. Yeah. So even though I say these things, and I believe them, and I know that they're true, and I'm, I'm totally accepting them but sometimes when it comes to apply to the things I'm thinking I that's when I kind of like slip a little do you see uh, don't, don't worry it's it's uh like Ramana said your head is in the tiger's mouth so don't worry about okay. it okay Seriously. thank you it's the worry you think it's a sort of a deterrent it's actually uh an accomplice in the other shit yeah so don't yeah you're not that Okay, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Thank is, you. And we have a question by chat. Who's Who's the next one? Chad. Art. Art. Yes, Art. Hey, Paul. Gosh. Um, yeah, I just feel um, kind of stunned from listening to all this. Um, I guess my question is, the action figure still has thoughts and emotions, correct? Well, it doesn't have thoughts. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, there's thoughts and emotions, yes. 
Okay. Okay, so are they no longer claimed? I don't understand that one. Are they no longer claimed? You were saying how the mind claims faster than anything in the universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it attempts to claim. It needs to convince the audience if it's so or not. We're, we're sort of the audience, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> All right. No. See, uh, the magic trick uh, isn't actually done. It's, or, it's implied to the audience that it's done, yeah? So there's no rabbit out of the hat. There's no pulling a rabbit out of the hat. There's an implying that the, hat, the rabbit was in the hat. All you see is the rabbit and the hat. And then this thing implies that the rabbit was in the hat. So then you come to the conclusion, oh, he pulled the rabbit out of the hat. That's all bullshit. So in a way, there's claiming, but there's no claimer. Yes? Do you understand? Is the claiming and saying that there was always awareness? Is that what you mean? Do you like no. what you said? What you said earlier about you don't get it, you are it already. Yeah. Yes. Is the claiming and just admit surrendering to that? If I could say surrender. No, no, no. The claiming is an activity by the mental process. So whatever whatever the mental process comes in contact with, it attempts the claim to reinforce the narrative it's presenting. Yes. So the narrative in some circles would be called duality. So subject object. So there's, let's say there's something happening and then the mental state takes the happening and implies there was a happener and the happened. Yeah. So well, let's just say seeing better. So they're seeing the mental state claims the seeing and then uses it to imply the seer and the seen. Yes. Yeah. We're not talking about awareness is just the basis of nothing and everything, whatever, however you want to say it. There's no way you can describe it, but there is an isness that's available before everything. In, in time, this mental movement in this dreaming occurs, and its mental movement is to claim whatever it comes in contact with. So, yeah. So oh. let's say... There's a, there's a sentience or, or a consciousness of awareness. It will say, I'm, I'm aware of awareness, yes? So it will claim to be the one that's aware of awareness instead of just realizing awareness, yes? Mm. <clears throat> okay. You know what, uh, I recommend you come back more. You'll get it. It's just a... We, we it's repetitive and then you all this is your first time here um no it's about the fourth or fifth time and i i but but i've i've listened uh, I've, I've been into this kind of stuff for a while now but i i guess the, the thing i'm trying to like get pinned down i guess is is there an embodiment aspect to what you're talking about is there a sense of paul hederman the action figure is also it even though it's even though it's only paul hederman Hedermaning, it's Paul Pauling. It's not, it's Pauling. It's not Paul. But is Paul that. It doesn't feel like it's the embodiment of awareness. No. 
Okay, okay. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I don't see this. I don't think... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't see there's an embodiment of awareness. No. There's, no an appear, there's appearances of bodies in awareness, let's say, but I don't think there's an embodiment of awareness. No. Okay. Yeah. In other words, I'm not embodying. I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm a saturated thing with awareness, you know? No, I don't. I see, I see that the thingness is in the dream is in the dreaming and is you would call it the dreamt and then there's the dreaming yeah could, could i ask what motivates you to speak to teach to share no i have no idea really i think uh <laughs> i think it's just built into the nature of paul but basically you know maybe i would if i saw a good movie i'd tell a few people that it was a good movie very few of them would ever watch it. This has been happening for 20 something years. So I guess it's a different version, an extreme version of wanting to share <laughs> good shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I found yeah. some good, well, when, if I ever found good Coke, I would never want to share that. But if I found <laughs> other things that were good, I'd share it with people. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel it's like a seed assignment I, and uh, the idea of Paul is on a need to know basis and it doesn't really need to know much. It just shows up, sits here and then whatever happens, happens. Cool. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, I'll sir. Keep sharing it. <laughs> you know, there was this one guy, I don't want to, I'm not going to name names, but he presented himself as the, the complete embodiment of the truth, like physical, the physical appearance of the non-physical. And, uh, you know, he died all of a sudden with a, by a heart attack, just dropped dead. You would think that if he was the aware, the embodiment of awareness, he would have known in advance, maybe. I don't know. It seemed to have caught him by surprise. So I don't know. I'm not a believer in uh, <laughs> thingness becoming the the epitome of no thingness <laughs> in a mm. special way. I'm just, just that's just me. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you meant by embodiment. In other words, is Paul Hedeman the coolest motherfucker? Never gets upset. I have my girlfriend. I'd be lying. No. Paul Hedeman has blind blind spots and shit like that, but you know, obviously. Hmm? Well, actually, Paul, what I was getting at is more like, you could say it's not this, not this. You could say it's not the thing, but couldn't you also say it's everything? Of it's course, but I the way uh, I go the the negative route. I don't think going to every every. I think there needs to be a pointing out of the mental process that's captured by the statement, the act of being identified as self. Yeah, because if self here is about 
everything. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think the, uh, the point is, is to, is to negate something and then the everywhere is obvious instead of saying it's everywhere and not having any fucking sense feltness of that at all. Yeah. I'm just, I like, I go in a direction that they would call uh, negation. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer, I guess, because I've never moved from it for years. <laughs> I don't think it's, I, I don't know when it would be appropriate to start speaking on the affirmative level about what we are, unless the warnings about what we're not have been circulated sufficiently. <laughs> because it's a quick mover. I mean, it can, it can take the, it can be the, you know, you hear the message at a meeting and you feel really good. And then in about four seconds later, you are now crowned the hero of the message. <laughs> <laughs> and it neuters the message very fast. There's a lot of stillbirthing going on, you know? The thing's alive, alive until you get your little mental hands on it, then it's dead. It's born dead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. So I don't like to describe the indescribable. I like to describe the describable. <laughs> Maybe you'll recognize it's not you. <laughs> and then you'll find out what you are which is awesome yeah you don't need to know it and believe in it or have an incredible universal understanding of it you don't you need to have a working understanding of what you're not a recognition of its modus operandi and its speed and so that you'll when you catch it in your house which you will you won't call it you You'll just recognize it as something other than that. Yeah, and then uh, then you won't you'll you'll never have to say the earth, the word everywhere. You'll be sensing everywhere. <laughs> Somewhere always wants to hear about everywhere. I don't think everywhere gives a shit, really. <laughs> I don't. So <laughs> so I could be wrong, but I don't care about that either. <laughs> you can't pin it on me. Don't pin it. Don't pin the message on the messenger. I have nothing to do with it. I'm just, you know, I'm just laying out some shoes. If they fit, wear them. See what happens. Yeah. I've been, I've been at the same shoe store. I put the same shoes on. <laughs> it's not like I'm a special. I never had a pair. I never needed a pair of shoes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I put on some shoes, I wore them, and uh, and the futility of trying to find out what I, I am from what I'm not became very clear and very convincing to the point where I stopped being interested in anything like that. <laughs> and, you know, and I love, I always use some of my big stop signs, which is, Hoang Po, whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. Hoang Po, again, you can't, you know, can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Yeah. <laughs> One guy's talking about it. He says, I'm like a man standing in the river selling water. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. Those things landed. 
and they never took off. <laughs> they landed. There was no departing. <laughs> a new regime. A new regime was started. So uh, I always say the things that worked with me. I do. That's what I go back to. I don't read much. I. I go back to when I did read and the things that triggered a lot of avalanches with the hopes that the same yodeling, because you've got the same mental mountains, will create some avalanche movement. I have faith in the meat of the, of the message. I do. So, you know, if I could yodel, I, I would yodel. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. But it's something you hear and you put it on your shoe. You put it on. Wait a minute, is that a description of what I've been doing, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> he said it in such a nice way, but he just incriminated me of 30 years of spiritual crime. <laughs> I've been using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Of course, you haven't, but the head has, yeah? So the, you, why would he say that unless you were the Buddha? Really? I have faith in Hwang Po was a cool character. Why would he say it? to Steve if Steve was really just Steve. He would tell Steve, you better start doing these Buddhist practices and try to acquire some of the qualities of Buddha. Yeah, it would make sense. But you see, he saw Steve as Buddha and he was trying to warn Buddha about Steve. And he said to Buddha, hey Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. And if you weren't into, oh well, there's still another clause, all right. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. And you know, they probably thought you would have gotten it by then. He may have said, he may have said 30 other things the mental state try to use. <laughs> but he gave you mind, light, and Buddha. Who would, who would he direct that message to other than mind, light, and Buddha? Who else? Who else? It's pointless. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're speaking, we're attempting to get something through. Not, I'm not, I don't want you to walk out with an understanding because I know what's going to happen to that understanding. It's going to get neutered and then fucking thrown into the bin of all the other understanding. They all sound the same. They're all done, whatever. Yeah. The funny thing is, they all sound the same because there's the same fucking hearer of them all. Yeah. Listen to messages. They're not the same. Some messages aren't the same. Yeah. Some emphasize other things that, and then other things. And yeah, and find things that work for you. Something to me, the greatest messages I heard, let me sit in the futility of what I'm not. They did. They didn't give me a way out. They didn't sort of, oh, it's going to get better. No. They dumped the truth on me and they let me fucking simmer in it for a while. Yeah. And I realized, Jesus, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not capable. I'm not. This isn't. I don't have the mechanism. I can't grab the little, you know, that little crane in the amusement park. I can't get it. <laughs> all, the, all the toys I can't get. It's not the toy. It's this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping these help in that direction. Yeah, so great. Nice to see you. Thanks.
Thanks again, Art. Anybody else want to raise their hand? <clears throat> oh, we did, the one by chat was uh, retracted. You answered. Uh, you answered. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the greatest question? A retracted one. Oh, but, uh, Matt. Uh, Matt has a question. Hey, Matt. Okay. Uh, simple question. What am I not? What am I not? Uh, well, find out. Are you the thinker? Are you the feeler? Are you the seer? Are you the hearer? Are you the doer? It's definitely being presented in your head. You are. Are you? Find out. Find out. There's a whole lot of assumptions that are the foundation we're resting on, we're standing on. It's built on sand. Check it out. Yeah. How does one check that out? Hearing the message, seeing what shoes were provided, putting them on, and checking it out. Yeah. Let it sit. Let it do its thing. Recognize that something that you may not be aware of is going to claim to be the hero of it in a few seconds or maybe even sooner. Yeah. And so that maybe that which is untouched by all that mental activity, there'll be a sense of that and you'll be, you'll see what you used to look from. You'll see it. You'll see the mechanical activity of like a, like a honeycomb of mentalness. You'll see it and you'll see how it that all it does is point and point and point as if something is always so it always has been so it's definitely going to be so you never see a fucking thing yeah you it's sort of suggestive it implies something and then we in a way take it to be so yeah and then we start there we, and we find ourselves trying to get out of what we're not in. We are. That's what happens. The greatest, how long would it take to, to escape an imaginary place? No time whatsoever. Yeah. Everyone wants to give us ways to get out. Let's see, are you in? What is it that keeps implying you're in? Is that you? If it ain't, you're going to lose interest in the in. Yeah. Having interest in the out is not losing interest in the in. It isn't. It reinforces the fucking interest in the in. The freedom is before. So, yeah, find out what you're not. Do you even know the assumptions that, you, that everything is based on? Do you have a sense of it? Do you actually believe thoughts drive you crazy without the thinker, would they? No. 
I mean, a lot of us would love to go into the stars. We don't even know what fucking ground we're standing on. We don't. We don't even know. It's like ass backwards. All the meditation in the that I was involved with, never I never saw the uninvited guest ever. It just arose, claimed to be the meditator, claimed to be the one who had the peak experiences, claimed to be this and claimed to be that. All the while being sincere and ardent, I did, I did, I did, not knowing that there was a robbery fucking going on all day. Yeah. And all its answer was more. It didn't work completely this time, so now go on a longer retreat. Sit longer. Oh, no, learn another technique. On and on and on. It was like slavery. Yeah? All the spiritual or spiritual stuff I ever did never pointed this out to me. I heard it in a satsang on the non-duality. And then someone explained, gave me the shoes and they fit and I saw it. I saw the activity that was my starting point. I saw the image that I wanted to be right about. I saw, I saw what I wasn't, yeah? Of course, there's no what you're not. There's no thing that's what you're not. It's an activity. It's you. You're disguised as the policeman and the thief, yeah? Then I went, none of, I swear to God, man, it came, it didn't come from arduous work. It came from hearing it, a possibility, hopefully what we're attempting to do tonight and putting out some, some shoes and seeing if they fit. And if they fit, you, you'll wear them and a lot will be revealed. Not to you, not to a who, but there'll be a lot revealed. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And that's why we use the term selfing. We don't use the term self. We get to it a lot because of the language, but selfing. Selfing is implying that there's a self, yeah? The mental processes are always in the act of selfing. They're always in the act of being identified as self. You can't get out of it as it, that is for sure, yeah? So basically, if I can't get out of it as it, then the only way seemingly out is realizing I was never in. That's the only way that works for me. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah. All right. I'm not out. I got it. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Well, we can end, I guess, soon, eh? Well, there's the Lebowski. James, how are you? No questions, and we'll just say goodbye, I think. Bye. I want to no. talk now. <laughs> what? You knew I you knew I wanted to ask a question. <laughs> All right, Lebowski, come on. <laughs>
No, man, I just want to say that, um, you know, once again, I've heard that so many times, but when I heard you say the thing about what's looking is what I'm looking for, and then like a couple minutes later, a gal said it in reverse. And I realized it works both ways. <laughs> and it was like, so anyway, I just want to thank you for that. Because it was like, I don't know. Sometimes I come here and stuff I've heard, it just is kind of bounced off, you know, or something. And then and then it, it doesn't somehow. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd refer to the spiritual sperm, but um, today it was probably more the proctologist. It's okay. Yeah. They're both sides of the same card. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I'm grateful for it. I owe you, um, you know, I, I, I owe you for the session. <laughs> That's okay. It's my pleasure, bro. Thank you. Yeah. And, and James got to be the intro act for Mandeep. Mandeep has his hand up. Oh, Mandeep. Mandeep? Yes, sir. Sorry. Oh, hello. Uh, there, there's uh, Deepak. Nice to see you. Where's Mandeep? Oh, Vlad just woke up. Nice to see you, Vlad. Yeah. Where's Mandeep? Uh, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. But I think I I'll find you. Yeah, the easiest answer is Mandeep but, doesn't exist, right? Oh, there you are. I see it. <laughs> um, so following up from uh, last time, and I was deliberately trying to keep to the last because I get this feeling I end up hogging time every time we talk. So um, you asked me to cut down on the seriousness and develop earnestness. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm you ever run into a lot of serious earnestness. Uh, it can be deadly. I like, uh, I like uh, <laughs> loose fitting earnestness. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I wasn't giving any suggestions really, but I understand. Okay. I was joking with you a little bit, Mandy. Mm -hmm. I was joking with you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And it seemed to well, work. <laughs> it's <stuck> stuck <laughs> because uh, being an engineer, I think in binary terms and, and <laughs> yes, it, it has stuck with me. And so there's an idea that even earnestness doesn't make sense on this path. I know, but you know what happened? Someone that day had talked to me about Nizagadatta used the word earnestness, so it was yeah. floating around in there. I gotcha. so I'm waiting for it to be able to be used, and you're the person that came out on. <laughs> I gotcha. don't ever, earnestness doesn't come across my head much, the word. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I want to so ask you, Matthew, though, you've been enjoying these somewhat. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Oh, great. So there you go. Yes. It's a thank win you. already. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the idea, and, 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 you know, 
I want to give up the seeking. There's an idea, give up the seeking and let it just be. And in that being, the revelations or whatever needs to happen will happen. But let me jump in, Mandeep. The giving up the seeking isn't something you do. There's something that's seen and maybe that what that happens. Yeah. See, it's, it's really, there's a seeing of the, the construction of the seeker and then seeking once maybe held as something noble and smart is seen in a different light. Yeah. You see, it's more of a deterrence. Yeah. So it's not something we do. It's an, it's, it's, uh, it's a result that we can come to uh, observe, yeah? We don't care about the seeking. I wanna just see the, the noun that's, uh, that's aligned with it, yeah? The seeker is much more uh, what we're speaking of than the seeking. Mm-hmm. Seeking happens all day. There's just in different veins, you know, there's a thing called spiritual seeking that has its own meanings, but they're seeking all day. Uh, the idea of this, so therefore the seeking all day gives a lot of pointing to the seeker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. looking for my pants. I'm looking for keys. I'm looking for a spoon. I'm looking for a coffee cup. They're seeking all day. So the seeking is being claimed and then to imply the seeker. Now, in my experience as Paul, there was a whole lot of meaning given to spiritual seeking. I mean, it seemed to be super profound and the only thing to do and everything else was unimportant. And this is the most important seeking I'm going to do in this life. And, you know, that became, uh, that was like extreme flypaper you know very lot of binding yeah and it was funny when i first met like spirituality i couldn't believe how many ideas i had about it i mean thousands of shit came up that i had no no life experience it was just waiting it was like a treasure chest of fucking concepts and ideas and comparisons and suddenly I get introduced to the topic and all this shit just downloaded. It was, it was super painful in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So I learned a lot from, uh, from spiritual seeking because there was so much mentalness in it. Yeah. As if it was the only thing to do It was crazy. And, uh, but the, the whole point is the idea of the seeker. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a loss of interest in the seeker, then the seeking seeking for like my lost keys isn't that dramatic, you know? It's just, it happens so many times. I just, you know, I just walk around the house for, you know, five minutes doing 360s and then find it, and, you know? It's like a basis of comedy in a weird way. But if there was the seeker that had an important place to go and then he lost his keys, he could be really pissed, yeah? But, there, yeah. you know, just take it. This is about how to, this is the traveling later. It's not, it's not stopping seeking or starting seeking. It's, it's the loss of interest in the seeker idea or any noun that precedes what's happening. 
It's a loss mm -hmm. of interest in that mechanicalness. You know, you've been yeah. brought to it. It's been brought to your attention. Its description hit somewhere. You felt like, wow, that's quite revealing. And you got mm -hmm. convinced that these, these statements that I heard in non-duality were true, not mm -hmm. just, not by thinking them, but by observing and putting mm -hmm. them, you know, comparing notes, so to speak, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you come to certain conclusions and there are things, certain things stop, they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Certain things can come to an end before we come to an end, yeah? yeah. They're dead, so you just, so basically, Ah, man, I'm always attempting to emphasize the seeker or the thinker or the feeler. I don't care about the feelings and the thinking and the seeking. Sure. Yeah, they're auxiliary. Mm -hmm. the, the, the noun is the key. The noun is the made-upness, yeah? Mm -hmm. So let's just, you know, you're an engineer. Look at it from an engineer's view. All right. Does the me mechanism, is that, is that the heart and soul of the mechanism? Is this idea of being the doer, the thinker? Or there, would there still be doing and thinking going on? Yeah? yeah? There would still be doing and thinking going on. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, in an engineering view, it's unnecessary, or at least its role isn't paramount. It could be placed in like the back of the fucking machinery and it would be you know fine yeah True. yeah I, i'm beginning to catch myself selfing real time great and 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 so it's it's getting a little bit lighter around things that usually would trouble me yeah. fantastic now okay. could you imagine uh if you paid for a five-month program and it produced that Affect you would be a happy customer, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So here you go. I mean, we're saying it casually, but that's awesome to start okay. recognizing the selfing. You're not yeah. recognizing the selfing. That's the idea of being something the else. <laughs> There's a recognition of it. That's the point. If you see the selfing, yeah, then you mm -hmm. question the appearance of the self. If yeah. there's no seeing the selfing, you're looking from self. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not seeing the selfing, you're looking from self. If you're mm -hmm. not seeing the selfing, then the self is like paused, yeah? Mm -hmm. You see mm -hmm. there is, that's a leap into, mm -hmm. into imaginariness, yes? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So as soon as the selfing is noticed, the, the effect of the thoughts and feelings just drops off. Yes. It might be just temporary, but it, it does. Yes. And, and temporary is what? Temporary. Yes. You've, you've recognized something. That's, there you go. That's a fucking nugget. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know how monumental it is to have a world of noun and verb move to verb? and then maybe an hour. It's unbelievable. I mean, we're doing it on a casual Wednesday, but sometimes we're not honoring uh, the power of what happens here. To have, to be 
so used to seeing everything from a noun's point of view to question that noun from verbing is unbelievable. I just love it, to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, it's these fundamental things are the most, they have huge value. Yeah, they do. I mean, especially if you're in a bizarro world where everything is opposite. It's nice to have the, that corrected. Like in Zen, they would say, you know, seeing blue is blue and red is red. That's mm -hmm. unbelievable. I mean, mm -hmm. we say it casually, but let's stop for a second and feel great. You know, I feel fucking grateful as hell. Yeah. 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 And, and the funny part is the, the, the selfing wants to come back and claim that now and says, hey, why does it stay that way all the time? Yeah, so that, <laughs> don't see that also, you see? Yeah, that's the seeing of what you're not. It keeps trying to imply you and you catch it. Yeah. And after a while, you're not going to be on the beat having to catch it all day. It's not a vigilance. You see no. it. You see it. And the clarity of its absence becomes powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's what happens. This isn't. All right. I'm going to have to be the. The. The seeing of it all. No, no. Uh, there's no effort is, of that. Yeah. yeah, it is just spontaneous yeah. recognition. It's it it just happens. Yes, and it. it happens more and more. Yeah, this is traveling lighter. There's not a lot of heavy lifting to tr in the traveling lighter. It, it's not like oh, my heavy lifting is producing the traveling lighter. No, it's not a dualistic uh, vehicle. There's traveling lighter. <laughs> not, not brought about by huge exertion <laughs> quite the contrary <laughs> now, yeah. another side effect of that though is a, a constant questioning of everything that's arising now uh, and, well just make sure it's not you doing it <laughs> uh, but the, the, there's that state of kind of uh, confusion <laughs> for the self yeah. as to, hey, is, is, is any of this important? Is any of this true? Is any of this real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let That's... it have fucking existential angst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, don't worry about it. Okay. It starts hearing its own bones rattling. Yes. <laughs> yes. If this isn't, if I'm not the doer whose life it is anyway. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Just, it's nice to see you, man, Deep. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, yes. Thanks, all right, uh, let me, that's it. I'm saying goodbye. No more squeezing another question. In. Let me see the Bopsy twins are right here. Mike and Nick. Nice to see you, Nick. Good to see you. Isn't Michael one of the people your mother used to tell you not to hang around with? Yeah. It's no, no. yeah. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's Mandeep. Nice to see you, Mandeep. Michael, you Thank got you. a new, different hat tonight. Looking cool. Linda? Susan, everything well, Susan? All well? Yeah. Your mirror is reflecting the light. It's very nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
Uh, we got Scott. Scott, and, uh, nice to have you resting, Scott. Yeah. yeah. There is a, a, a mystical technique I can show you that you can shit a month's worth of shit in one sitting. <laughs> Get back to me about it. I'll tell you later. Scott, did you hear it? <laughs> Clifford. Clifford, get up. Get up. This is your chance to ask a question. He looks like he's dead. All right, Robert. Nice to see you, Robert. We've got James. Nice to see you, James, on the iPhone. We got John. John Walker. Where are you in, uh, in Oz, John? John. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. We were just there. Did we see you there? I think I did. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't see you there. Uh, that's what I just started to follow you was uh, after, after uh -oh. you've been here. Oh, I noticed you getting pulled, put in the cop's car. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll see you next time. We'll be going back to yep. Melbourne. Yeah. And I'll see you soon here. George. Yep. George, you are the, the you are the embodiment of the void. You are, George. You are the embodiment of the void. We got Karen. Nice to see you, Karen. Right there. I think she heard me. Yeah. We got Fritz. Fritz, as always. Hey. Fritz is like my little mountain. Very good, Fritz. Sanda. Thank you, Sanda, for your donation and uh Soon as the monsoon ends, you're going to have probably a lot of unwanted visitors from Zen Bitsa. We got Alan. Alan, it's perfectly okay that no one ever gets it. Yes. We got Beth. How are you, Beth? Nice to see you there. And Julie. We got Judith. Yes, the Rock of Hawaii. Nice to see you, Judith. I hope they're hearing me. Oh, good. Matthew, nice to see you, Matthew. Once again, you're looking good with the beard, bro. Yeah. Maybe transfer of it some up to the head, to the crown. <laughs> Vlad, nice to see you, Vlad. I talked to your friend in Portugal today, Vlad. Yariv, I love the name Portuguese Zen Bitch Slappers. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they wrote to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's my friends. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. We're gonna want to get a shirt with that. It's a lot of lettering, but Portuguese oh. that's slappers. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <All> right. <laughs> Kaiser, <laughs> thank nice you. you nice to see you, Vlad. Yariv, Brahmi, you're in an incredible view. Everyone's seeing you. You're like in the. You're in the middle ground between manifestation and non-manifestation. <laughs> I'm telling you, stay in non-manifestation. Don't come out. We got James. Thank you, James. Thanks for throwing the softball. My, my baseball career would have gone better if you were my, uh, my you know, batting practice pitcher. We got Matt. Nice to see you, Matt, again. Johannes. We got Donna, my uh, my my Toronto hairstylist. Yeah. Hey, Pa. See you, honey. 
And uh, we got, wait a minute, Susanna. Thank you, Susanna. I found some cash in my pocket. Very nice. Art, nice to see you, Art. Yeah. Deepak, fantastic. Keith, one of my main men. Always good to see you. We got Rons and Jane, Jackie. We got Amelia Donato, the love of my life. We got Susie, Nancy. I saw Zoe Banks. I mean, she may have left already. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much. I'll see you on Saturday, hopefully. Yeah? Thank you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Yep.